You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. And and I know. Welcome to another episode of Kicking It with John and Greg. Joined here, as always, by my good buddy Greg Woodman. What is up, buddy? Is it called an episode on a podcast? An episode? Sure. Episode. Episode. This is like about our, what, eighth? Ninth one? Eight? It's nine. Nine? Eight. Eight? Eight. Yep, you're right. Eight. Well, that's fun. <laughs> just cool. we've yeah. made We made really good choices switching this to 9 a.m. Yeah, instead I'm, of one when we used to do I'm it. I'm in a super good mood today. <laughs> really good mood. Things, things went great for us this weekend, so I'm just in a great mood. Oh, God. All right, so what... Uh, what is it like? I mean, just get it out of the way. We'll talk about that. And oh, we're talk talking about, other about stuff. that just for just a minute. Just I mean, it's obviously it's a rough game. It you know nobody likes what happens. But what it, uh, more than that? I just what what's it like on the other side, the player side? You get in the locker room and just kind of you you know what do you do at that point? Uh, I think it's just frustration. You know, I think what people need to realize is that you put everything into every game, the way you prepare, the way you play. So you're you're just disappointed when you don't play the way you want to. You don't win games. It's, it's frustrating. But I think the, the the biggest thing is that we we're trying to win. You know, it's, you put ev- you, as I say, you just put everything you have into it, and then when it doesn't come out your way, it's just uh, just uh, disheartening. Yeah. So what's that? What's the What's the flight home like? Is just everyone just kind of just is it just a totally different atmosphere? Just everyone kind of just keeps it no, themselves. No, I mean players players drop it better than you might think. Yeah, you know it's like when, when it's done, you kind of leave it behind. You know, I'm I'm not saying it's a party on the plane, but you know guys 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 drop it quicker than fans do. I believe that. I'll say that. You know, there's a what, remember that song that there's that movie called uh, it was about the Boston Red Sox and it was with um, that one Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. Oh yeah. And after a game, they lose a game, and they're in a, in a restaurant, and they see guys from the team that just lost eating dinner, and just like laughing, and like, and they're and he's so mad that they're just enjoying their, you know what I mean? I think that's how fans kind of see it. It's like, oh, they should just go home and hang their heads forever. Yeah. Over that, you know, but it's not the way it goes, man. With fans, I don't know. I have, I, I, I don't know. I'm done talking about this. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, it was cool playing in L.A. You know, uh, especially you know, for me, I have. You know, we lived there in the off season. So yeah, we had like twenty friends. We had uh, Sarah's dad and her stepmom were oh, there. Oh, nice! So it was cool. It was it was it was really cool having all them there. Are you when you do a trip like that? Are you able to see her at all, or is it just you're there, you're gone, just maybe for a couple minutes after the game? <clears throat> we got to grab dinner on uh, Saturday night. Cool. We like okay. we got to the hotel at, like five fifteen, then we started meetings at seven thirty. So like, we had two hours, okay, of downtime, and that's that's all. That's you know, when you when you go in the cities, especially like a. a when we go on the same time zone, you know, we fly in Saturday, late Saturday afternoon. We have meetings all night. We wake up the next morning. We, you know, we have 11 o'clock curfew. Wake up the next morning. We're going straight to the field. After the field, we just drive straight to the airport and we're out. You know, it's it's a they're quick trips. Has it always been that way? As long as your career, or has it was there a point where you would go in two days early or anything, or is it just always we been go, kind of the day in, before? Uh, we go in two days early for anything more than. Uh, Two time zones. Okay. So I think like five of our road trips are, are two day early. It's really Friday afternoon. Okay. But, you know. 
So basically, two hours, two hours of free time in your whole the whole time. It was what was really exotic when I played in the CFL. We played, we took commercial flights. Yeah, and it's I mean, there's uh, nine teams, and they're spread out like coast to coast. Yeah. So you're flying a lot, and you know there's games are on every day of the week. You know, it's not, it's not like every Sunday. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll play Thursday, and then we'll play Saturday, and then we'd play Wednesday. Okay. You know, we we're playing all the time, and you fly commercial. And you'd have to wake up like the day before the game, like 5 a.m., fly out, have a layover somewhere, and then like I mean, it was exhausting. Mean, we played 18 games too. Wow. Spread out across the country, and it was it was an exhausting schedule. When you were playing, did you ever take a a bus? Like when you were doing your junior hockey and stuff, did you ever do a busing? College, we took a bus College. almost everywhere. Like we we'd have a. Uh, there's one team in our conference that was in 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 British Columbia, and mm-hmm. we we'd always fly there. Other than that, we would uh, we'd take a bus, and it was like something like eight nine hour bus yeah. trips. It was, you know, you'd go in the day before. It was exhausting too. I bet. I've, I've had an exhausting life. <laughs> I want everyone to just feel sorry for me today. It's been rough. It's hard being John Ryan. Oh man, it, you know? Yeah, just must be. It just, oh, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, people. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Well, so. Uh, random question: Did you happen to catch this? Uh, we'll talk about it just for a second. The uh, the John Benet Ramsey thing. You know, I, I started watching it. I have it on my DVR. <sighs> it's fascinating. PVR, as Canadians call it. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I think the P stands for personal. Personal video recording. Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And um, us Americans. Thanks for that nugget. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been here for eleven years. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of a uh, honorary American? I'm close. I'm almost. I'm, I'm applying for my green card. I know. I do get like tetanus shots and stuff yesterday. Like, I don't know what what country they think I came from. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I didn't crawl over a wall to get here. You just I just stuck through a border. It's just right there. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much a lot of the same stuff going on up there. Yeah. Okay, so John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Did you did you watch any of this the t- the special? So it's twenty. Uh, I, it's a twenty-year anniversary. Twenty-year anniversary of her death. Yeah. Um. It's so. It's so interesting because now they're like, what? Oh, it's it's fat. You have to watch. I, I'm, I'm only halfway through. I, so I couldn't turn it off, and it's it was it was absolutely fascinating. They took all these like experts, but just so much experience in in crime, and they brought all these huge experts together to to go over the case, and then they like. Did you see the soundstage they did where they rebuilt the entire house? They re- no. they rebuilt the basement and her, the kitchen and like two and it's so creepy because they show videos of like the the video from 1996 and they're kind of walking through the house and then they've recreated it almost identically to so they could like test some of the theories on what they think happened and, and stuff. And what what are the theories? Well, so the, the the original theory was that there was an intruder that broke into the house and left a ransom note and yet still ended up Killing her and leaving and her he there. And wanted a very specific, he wanted $118,000, a very specific, which was also the exact amount that he got for his Christmas bonus. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, it just makes no sense. So they, they go through, so that was one, is they basically said, hey, there's someone out, it was a, it was an unknown person who broke in and did all this. Then there was the theory that um, it was her mom, and that doesn't seem to hold much water either. What they, they so they basically, they came up with their theory, like, from all the experts, and they did all the... The work that they could do and and recreate, and they basically said they think it's the brother. That, that's what I think. 
But the brother's like a little guy. He, little, he's he, ten. He, he was ten. He's ten, and they said that they that that there was a um a Meg Light flashlight that was there, and that uh, what they think happened is that he he hasn't he had an anger problem which had been oh, really? known before. He'd hit her in the face with a golf club like a year before or something, and they think that something happened that night where she like what their their theory was is they did something where he got angry about it and like chased her and grabbed the meg light and hit her in the back of the head and then uh and then the parents did a 10-year-old put together that ransom note no the parents covered it all up oh they're all in on it yes so the parents covered it all it was just fascinating i mean like it was so weird to see and this you know and the thing that they do talk about all the time is like it's such a one of those like well-known stories but like the part that gets lost is like a little six-year-old girl died and no one ever was held accountable for it. What's really creepy, though, I thought, that, and you'll see it, the worst part, uh, was the district attorney for the whole thing at um, at no point. So they went to grand jury, and the grand jury said to indict the mom and the dad, that to really? charge them both and with uh, basically um, helping him conceal the murder. And they so they knew what was going on. And the grand jury said, yes, take them take to trial, and, and there's enough evidence. And he came out and said, we're not going to do it. He chose not to follow the grand jury's thing to charge them in the crimes. Oh, he who? The, the, the district attorney. Oh. It was just very weird. It was a very, very weird. But it was fascinating, too. Like it was, so, I mean, that, that's the only thing that ma- makes sense, is it? It is. Because the, the, they said the outside intruder thing that just holds no water. Just not at all. Really? Yeah, because they said it came through this little window, and they showed in the video that there were, like, cobwebs in the window. And they rebuilt the window to scale and tried to crawl through the window. And, like, you would take everything out, like, cobwebs. Nothing would be left there because you would just disturb it all. There's right. no way someone came through that window. Wow. Yeah. It was just it was just nuts. Like, I, I just... Why, why would you cover for your... Uh, I guess they're all... Right. Well, know. you already lost one, you know, and, and what they said Wait, was... What are they going to do to a 10-year-old? That... Nothing at that point. They they said that even if he was uh, he was three weeks too young to actually be tried in Colorado, like he wouldn't have actually been tried either way. It would have just been. They them. would try a ten year old. They were an eleven year old then. I think an eleven year old. They said it was eleven or above that you could be tried for a crime. That's messed up. Yeah, an eleven year old in jail, sixty days in. <laughs> 60 I feel like I, I feel like I know everything about jail now. I watch Orange Is the New Black and Sixty Days in. I feel like I know everything about jail. I feel like that's probably exactly what it's like. It's just a mix between the two. <laughs> I feel like it probably is. I feel like I wouldn't survive at all. No, watching Sixty Days in, I'm like, jail is worse than I thought. Way worse. I thought you just got to hang out in my cell and do push-ups all day. <laughs> it's just... No, I just come out all ripped. Yeah, more ripped. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Oh, you. But apparently, it's not like that. Dude, that show's intense. And I, there's got there. Don't you feel like some of it has to be like, like, why are they not doing anything? Why are they not helping these people? They can see what the problems are without having to wait for them to be in there yeah. for sixty days. It's like go in there and fix the stuff. They're doing drugs right now. You can see it on the cameras. Yeah. Just go take care I'm of like, it. I'm like nine episodes in now. This Robert just got removed. I mean, this. Are you in the first season or second? First season. Okay. This oh, Robert, dude, that guy. This Robert guy, he went in like it was like, going to be a vacation. <laughs> and then he put got put in segregation for 30 days for messing with the cameras. On purpose. On purpose. Because he didn't want to be like, there. It's like my yoga retreat. I'm just, he's ordering commissary, like, just 
Just wait. Food all day, and then he leaves because he's constipated. Yep. Okay, so you did get to that point. He. he I'm they, like, oh, I'm, I'm hard as F, man. I'm going to go to jail. Oh, I'm constipated. I got to leave. <laughs> I got to go. And that's not how jail works. He was like in SAG. He was by himself. He's like, this is fantastic. Then they said, okay, well, you're going to go back in with all those guys. And he's like, oh, man. Oh, oh man. My stomach. Oh, oh. Something's really wrong with me. I think the the... What, the, I mean, did you see, so the, the the you know they did a second season right right and so the, I forget what what's the guy's name the guy who was in the uh, either the army or the marines that Zach he's the one that's kind of like fit in and they like they yeah, like him. they like he's he's you know he's a he normal understand. dude and he yeah. is yeah and he yeah so he so in the second one his wife does it no yeah like he gets met, out and she goes about, in he talked about his wife was like a little bit she had like drug problems and yeah stuff. for a long time yeah and then so she so the, and then so they they switch. And they have like a they have like a seven month old and like she goes in and he and he now is taking care of her. like it's just a whole nother dynamic that's just wow. crazy. I mean I like that show. I do too. I like a lot of TV. <laughs> finale the finale of Big Brother tomorrow night. The the last one ever. And I'm so pumped because I always have Big Brother. Not the no the season finale or yeah. like the, oh they no. have it so it's every summer this season 18 so you always wait all year for the three months in the summer for it to come on. This year, they're doing a fall edition. Oh my god, so there's another one? <laughs> yeah, but you have to buy. It's like only on the internet, so you have to buy like the CBS like internet package. Are you going to? <laughs> <laughs> Why even ask? I'm already a subscriber. I already buddy. got it. Done. Best nine ninety nine a month I've ever spent. Oh man, that's... I just I can't do it. So I have a so I have a question. There's, I went through and and this week I thought we would take some more questions. I think it's oh, kind good. of fun to answer people's questions. We have questions. more followers on uh, Twitter. We do. I don't go on Twitter. We do. I We're, hate Twitter. It's but not... follow us. <laughs> <laughs> um, we At do. Kick it with J and G. Oh man, you said that so good, like you knew what you were doing. Oh man, I got burnt. I got sunburnt in L.A. Yeah. Put sunscreen. You on do. Twice. You do. actually. You look pretty red. I just look miserable right now. You do. <laughs> So one of the questions was from people uh, speak. It's going along with TV. Is are you excited about the new Survivor? Ah uh, man, you know I go, I come and go with Survivor. Yeah. Have you ever been a Survivor guy? Uh, in the beginning, in the first couple seasons, and then I haven't watched it like since then. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll watch it this time. I'll like watch a season, then I'll be like, oh whatever, and then I won't watch for like five years. Dude, it, it's has, been on forever. It has. There's got to be 20, 25 seasons of it. One of my wife's uh, uh, guys she went to high school with is like one of like the executive producer of that show or, or a high-ranking producer on that show. Really? So they get to go. Uh, I think they went. Her friend's parents went and vetted, met him one time at the location and got to go see the stuff and actually try some of the... At the soundstage where they shoot it? At the soundstage, <laughs> yes. No, where they we went out. They flew out to... Uh, I can't remember where it was. Some rainforest. And but they actually got to do some of the obstacles or games, like to try because oh, they really? have to have people try them out and see how they do. How do you think you do on that show? Um, I do bad. I don't like camping. No, oh, yeah, we talked about that. Camping, give me a break. Not eating. Let let let's let's people that are successful, let's go into the middle of nowhere and pretend like we're poor for a weekend. It's there's more to it than that. No, like why? <laughs> why? Oh, let's sleep it's on not the ground. If you want to go camping, there's like a like a tent village in downtown Seattle they're trying to get rid of. <laughs> go go sleep there for a weekend. Good God, it's not the same. Let's pretend like we have no money and spend a bunch of money to pretend like we don't have money. Hey, that part's true. It does cost a lot to go yeah. camping. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a so lot. Of, it's a lot of preparation. Uh, uh, it it's not for me. 
They have hotels almost it's, in every city these days. You've just never, you've never had like a good camping trip, like just with your oh, in, buddies yeah, and drinking school, beer. Yeah, in high I used to and... like it because we uh, we were poor, and so we were actually <laughs> be able to be poor, and we just drank beer for an entire however long I could stand it for three I'm to four hours. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be back, I'd be like calling, not, calling my mom to come pick me up. That's not camping. That's just going out for the evening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, can't. That's not for me. No, I don't think I do very well. I think I think all these all these shows that I want to. When I retire, I want us to go on every reality show. Yeah, but I I don't. I wouldn't even be doing it for the money. I'd just do it just, to see what it was like. Like I'd like to go on Big Brother. Oh really? Yeah, but then I'd probably I'd last like four or five days because I just like miss having sex with my wife. <laughs> you know? I'll just. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'd, what about? But, it just but what weird. about like more like that? So could you do? I mean, you you don't like camping at all. So like you saw that uh, uh, Marshawn just did the bear grills. Oh, thing, that looked, that looked, Yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. You would. Yeah. Like, what if, if it was like for two weeks though? No. <laughs> if it was for like a day, if like it was for a day, reality yes. TV, I would. Two weeks though, man. That's two weeks living in the woods with bear grills. No, I wouldn't do that. He was he was just like that was funny. Did you watch Marshawn with Bear Girls? I haven't he, seen that oh, one yet. Man, I haven't seen the Marshawn one. It's really good. It was I feel like for me it wasn't as like some people came up to like it was the best T V in the history of the world. I'm like, it was like because I know Marshawn, I'm like, it was just Marshawn being Marshawn for forty five minutes. Yeah. You know, I was right I was right I was in the same room with him for six years. That, that was just that's just him. So I didn't think it was as funny because it was just Marshawn being Marshawn. Well, you got to realize for everyone else who doesn't know him at all, you're just used to a couple word answers, and I mean that's right. You don't you don't get to see you don't know you know I know you've heard from everyone like that he's funny and he's a nice guy and he's but you don't see that you see what you know yeah what the media's put out there yeah lying to you all <laughs> you are just a bunch on of fire lies. today bunch of lies oh man would uh, you would you ever go would you ever be on a reality TV show it depends upon which one I I mean I was. I was I was on a couple. Now. I was gonna say I would do bar rescue, like oh, bar rescue, was especially fun. for my background. Like I would love to do that and see what they see the way that they do things. Yeah, it was it was just being on bar rescue was. I mean, it was cool, but to see like how they set it all up. Yeah, I mean the whole thing. I mean the people in the bar they know production is there. I mean production to to do production on a, a show like that big. There's production trucks all the way around the entire block. <laughs> I like how they just like. Well, no one knows that the cameras yeah. are here. <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole, there's a producer in the bar. I'm not like I was like so, but like, so they all know it's going on, but they still. I think they just told them like you know act as normal, act as if it was a normal night, you know. And uh, I still just don't understand the fun. ones where like people like drink behind the bar while they're there. Yeah. Like, you're, like you're like, well, we're just doing this I think for some TV. People, like, yeah, almost do it for TV. There's like I'm gonna play this. Like, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do me. What was the God? Did you ever see the one where he went and like? It, it, there's just no way you would do this on TV. Is the guy was like worked at a restaurant? It, I think it was, and he was selling bottles of wine like discount. Like he had his own stash of wine. <laughs> no he was way. like the sommelier, and like instead of instead of like bring, like out of the wine list, he's like, I've got this really good stuff that you should get. So he had bought his own wine no. and was selling it to the tables. But he was like, you have to pay, and he had his own thing like. He ran their card on his like phone, and he no. had, yeah, and it was. I, like, I thought I'd seen every one. I, I must have missed that. One. I don't know if that was bar. It might have been the kitchen nightmares oh, or, or restaurant. It was one of those, but it was just like he's selling wine, like he's hawking wine illegally. Um, yeah, the bar. It was so fun. It was funny because we were in the restaurant for like two hours. Did you actually get to eat and drink? And they didn't have didn't have food. They had menus, but no food at this one. It, it was one of the only ones that John Taffer didn't save. The episode that I was on. 
Like they just, they didn't make He's, it? The guy was such a The guy was such an obnoxious a that, that I guess John just walked away. And it was one of the only ones that haven't rescued. Really? The guy, he called me a kook. We walked in. Wait, like, what? Yeah, so me and Sarah walked in, and then there was another couple that were also doing recon. And he's like, look at these kooks. <laughs> it, was like, it, was like a punk, it was like a punk rock bar. Wow. And uh, the one guy that was doing recon was like a famous like bass player for like a punk rock band. But this guy didn't know, and he's just like bad mouthing him. He's like, dude, I do you, do you I know who I am? Do you know who I think I am? <laughs> um, no, that other I used to be addicted to that other one too, the, the Gordon Ramsay uh, I, Kitchen Nightmares. So have you? Okay, here's here's on that note. Have you seen Worst Cooks in America? Mm-mm. That show is awesome. I think you would like that one. Really? Yeah, I make my wife watch it. Um, I experience it every day when I cook at home. It's it's basically you you have all these people who really can't cook, and then they 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 pair them up with like professional chefs, and they're it's a competition, and they basically have to they get like a thirty minute lesson from the cooks, like of like here is a you know a, a roast roast duck with with this, and and this is how you make it, and they're like okay now go make it right now you have one hour go. And then they, it's it's hilarious to watch. So they're like, it's a high pressure cooking situation, but for like normal people who can't cook at all. This girl's on the new episode, and she goes, she says to him, like it's the first day, and he's cutting. And she goes, wait, can you stop? And he's like, he hadn't, he's like, I haven't even done anything. And she goes, how did you cut that without cutting your finger off? <laughs> it showed her cutting, and she's one handed like doing this because she's like, I'm terrified of cutting my finger that's, off. That's like not a bad cook. That's just an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that. What what did we do before reality TV? Oh. Like there's entire channels. That's all they are. And it's like I was like when the very first, when the Food Network or the Cooking Channel came out, I was like, how are they gonna fill up a whole day, twenty four hours a day? Same, yeah, it's so it's true. All, it's all reality shows. Said the same thing like, when they started. Can you cook ESPN. really fast? <laughs> can you cook under pressure? Can you cook blindfolded? <laughs> yeah. Can you cook against this guy? <laughs> and then have these guys judge you for how you cook against that guy? <laughs> it's, like, it's a whole entire. Production. It's true. I love it all. I watch it all. I watch it all. There, there's a restaurant, like literally a block and a half from our house in LA, that um, I discovered was on Bar or uh, Gordon Ramsay, uh, whatever. Kitchen nightmares. Kitchen nightmares. And it had been on like ten years previous, and the restaurant's still open. So I went and watched it, and then I went to the restaurant. Ten years later, like everything they, they're like, this is awful. This is terrible. Exactly the same. <laughs> ten years later. <laughs> exactly the same. I'm like, how same are you? Staff. Same staff. Yeah, the bartender's been there for 40 years. Oh, my gosh. And so everything they're like, this is, you have to change this. You can't have a bathroom in the back alley in L.A. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. It's in the back alley. I'm like, you guys, 10 years, you've done nothing. That's... Man. I should own a restaurant. You owned a restaurant. I did. You didn't have food, though. Do you have food? No. We did. You a did? little bit. You had food? Yeah, we had, like, we did pizzas. I had to bring my own food. Well, you did. We, we would let people bring in because it wasn't like we we had such a small place that we didn't have. We, yeah, didn't we have had it because we had to, but, like, we it was not like a, hey, let's go there and eat. I like that place. Yeah. It's like a little ski lodge. It well, was. it's still there. It is still not there. dead. No. Support your local. Wood skis. Support your local bars. <laughs> How was uh? Do you guys? You went to the game last night, didn't you? Yeah, I went to the game. Did you? Disappointing. What? Oh, that's heartbreaking. You think we're gonna make it? You think we can get there? Uh, now we're three back with thirteen to go. I yeah. think. This is a big series. They need to win. They need to win tonight. Mm-hmm. And they need to win on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, they didn't look great last night. Didn't get a hit till the seventh inning. 
Uh, Tywin Walker played well. I thought he pitched well. Yeah. But, I mean, you, yeah, you need run support to win games. Yeah. But, who knows? It'd be great if they, you know, they put together that little winning streak a couple weeks ago, eight games well, in a but, row. Yeah, you know, you, you just got to get hot at the right time in baseball. You know, keep your record around 500 and then get hot at the right time, and anyone can make it, but. We've never seen it, too. I've always, They always say that that team is actually really well built for the playoffs, but we just haven't gotten there to see how they would do in the playoffs. Right. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of teams use, like, a three-man rotation in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Felix going every third night in the playoffs. That's that's scary for other teams. Yeah. Iwakuma. It would be nice. It would, it would be fun. The one thing that I, I don't know, they have, like, the one-game wild card now. Yeah. The, the five teams make it. So it just seems to me it's like that's a lot to go through a whole 162-game season and then you lose one game. I agree. And I think last year both – I think last year both teams that won the wild card were the team that had the worst record. They oh, were really? the, They were the, the, the one that came in underneath. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I – it's it's rough. Know. It's put so yeah. Why if, if it was a <clears throat> shorter season, sure, it comes down to one game. But but the one thing it does keep it keeps fans in it longer. There's True. more teams that are still in the hunt. Whereas like back in the day when it was, you know, when I was growing up and it was what was it two AL teams, two NL teams. Yeah. It's like middle of July, half the teams are already out. Yeah, that's true. You know, and they add the wild cards, whatever. But it's not like yeah, ten teams make the playoffs. You know, that's probably like about football. You know, 12, 12 out of thirty-two teams make it. I feel like it's a good number. Yeah, you, you don't six, don't need six more. Six a lot. I remember when I was growing up hockey. There used to be twenty-two teams in the league, and sixteen would make the playoffs. That's, that's <laughs> too just, many. Just six teams are like, well, we're really not good. When I, when I when I played in the CFL, there was eight teams, and six teams made the playoffs, and I didn't make the playoffs two years, the both years. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I think we went went five and thirteen, and seven and eleven. There's you, yeah. Like, you got to go into that every year being like, man, we got a great chance to make the playoffs. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Again? Again. <laughs> I oh. like that. I've always – you couldn't do it here, but I always think it's fascinating how they do uh, soccer, where they relegate the, yeah. the worst team. They, they're like, okay, well, guess what? You're not in the league anymore, and now we're going to bring up another team and give them a chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder why they don't – well, I know why, but it just wouldn't work in North American sports where it's like Seattle like, – even in soccer here, mm-hmm. you know, the Seattle Sounders are – in the MLS and the next year they play in the A League or whatever. Yeah. You know, it just wouldn't work. You know, your your professional sports team is now a minor league team. Yeah. You know? That's so that's crazy. I but like it, it is such I do like the I do I like it in the fact of where you talk about like uh you know, talk about things like the Philadelphia seventy sixers where they feel like they've just been ruined yeah. year after year after year with picks and this and that. Like you know, they just talk like they 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 they, they haven't given them a chance or that they tank seasons it's like go well the D League for You can't yeah, go play in the D League for a year. I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it in the NFL. <laughs> Cuz there's a Cleveland Browns are now in the CFL. <laughs> and two teams from the CFL have now made made <laughs> yeah. the NFL. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Good luck. Oh man. Um, another, uh, question from Twitter. This one's for you. Um, I guess it could be for me too, but, right. I, but I think we'll it's, both answer. Um, we'll both, an- we'll answer as each other. Okay. Well, uh, no, this is really just you. What's the, uh, the best and worst part. This was asked from uh, a lady that her son had asked, uh, that they want to know from you. What is the best and worst parts about practice and how do you stay motivated through the hard parts? Um, Practice. Talking about practice? Practice? Um, I don't know. You know, I, 
practice for us is a little bit different because I do a lot of the work that I do because special teams is like the first up in practice. What about maybe when you were younger? So, maybe not now. I don't know. I've always liked practice. Yeah. I mean, I, there isn't really the only parts of practice I don't like are like the downtime when I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Because then here, that's kind of like the last like 20, 30 minutes of practice. Kind of like we're, we're all done. Steve's done kicking. Nolan's done snapping. So we're kind of done for the day after the field goal period. So we always have like 30 minutes at the end where we're done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like that because I'm not doing anything, but. I don't know. I've always I've always liked practice. You know, some people some people don't. Most people don't, I guess, but I've always liked practice. Is there a certain thing you did to like as you're while you're practicing or or kicking that you things that you do in your mind that, you know, I don't know, games or drills you do like that, that you to to Keep it going because it does. It's got to be somewhat monotonous if you've been doing uh, it for fourteen years. You know, honestly, I'm I'm a weirdo because I, I don't I don't really see it as monotonous. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't kick. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's something I just I've done since I was seven years old. It was like it's just like, pardon me. It never it never gets boring to me. It never gets old. But uh, you know, it's always it's always funny because when you play when you're playing your best. Or this is for me for any any sport is when you're not thinking at all. Yeah. You know, when you you have no thoughts in your mind, you're not trying to control your body. You're just kind of like going. That's when I've always played the best. So I don't know. I I, try, I literally I try to think about nothing. Yeah. Which is easier for guys <laughs> like me than. I was just like, gonna say, like is that is that hard or? Uh... Steve Hauschka, who has, I mean, if I crawled into his mind. I think I'd be so disturbed. When are we gonna get him in here? I uh, will get him. We'll get him. I don't know. It's because <laughs> I, I gotta see. I want to see this dynamic. He's he's so much different than I am in like every way. Yeah. But we get along great. And I love the guy. But it's it's so funny because everything we approach, whether it be um, you know how we kick, how we <laughs> we approach our lives, <laughs> how we how we work out. It's everything is like the exact opposite. Like I'm, I'm in the weight room. You know, bench pressing 300 pounds, and he's already in the corner doing some kind of yoga movement. Or sometimes he lays on his back and he blows into balloons. So I'm over there grunting and doing all this crazy stuff, and I look over <laughs> and he's blowing into balloons. It's something for his core. Or something yeah. like he like beats on his like stomach, like he like punches his midsection and then blows into a balloon. I'm like, we are just not the same guy. <laughs> but that it works. Look, look how freaking good he is. Yeah, like the guy. The guy, if he ever misses, even in pride, it's like an anomaly. I mean, he does does not miss. Yeah, you guys cracked me up. I saw that video you guys did where you each impersonated each oh, other, the, the trading places, yeah, type uh, thing. Yeah, that's. We'll have to get him in here and and just see this dynamic together for yeah. forty five minutes. Be pretty funny. Uh, another question. What this is an easy, What's your favorite breakfast? I eat the same breakfast every day. I've had the same breakfast every day for. Ten years. Are you serious? Yeah. Every day. Every day I have I have oatmeal and egg whites. That's just oatmeal and egg whites. That's it, bud. One like a cup of oatmeal. A uh, cup of oatmeal. You know they. I mean they make all all our food here. We're very spoiled. Yeah. Oatmeal and egg whites every day. Don't like it at all. <laughs> I feel I have no joy in eating breakfast. <laughs> it's just something I have to do. Doesn't taste good. Don't like it. I just get it over. Can't with. wait to get rid of it every every day. Any any anything else? Any fruit? I put some uh, blueberries on top of my hey, all um, right. uh, oatmeal. Oatmeal. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll put a little ketchup just to help uh, help the eggs slide down. <laughs> every day for ten years. You truly just eat to eat to get yeah. your body going. I'm such a crotchety old prick too. Just like I just I just I just. Complain about it every day. Oh, this whole thing! Like most guys would be like, "Well, why don't you try something different, John? Yeah. You giant ape." 
<laughs> but nope. I'd rather just eat it and complain. And <laughs> complain all the way down damn the hatch. oatmeal again. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> John, we have several other options. Nope. <laughs> oatmeal and eggs again, please. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what my mine would be. Uh, fruity pebbles. It's cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. Captain Crunch. I do. What Captain, would, Crunch if, is, Captain Crunch is good. Oh man! If if you could eat whatever you wanted every morning, what would it be? It, There's anything? a question for it. Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, Cinnabon cinnamon roll. Oh, so just good. every day. Every day. Oh, you'd be so fat. Oh uh, yeah, but it would be so. Such what a... would you eat? Since all you can eat is egg whites and oh man, I, I started thinking about it. And I got. I would eat. Uh, a little hungry. I would have. Uh, uh, yeah, Cinnabon. That sounds good. Like cinnamon roll is really good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Captain Crunch, the Captain. Why couldn't you eat Captain Crunch? Because it's sugar. It's a bowl of sugar. I'm trying to be a high performance athlete. I don't eat a bowl of sugar with a cartoon <laughs> character on the box. God, no. Greg, whenever you're doing something and there's a cartoon character on whatever packaging you are eating inside of that, it's not set up for success. I'm going to find something to dispute that claim. I can't think of anything right no, now, but can't. one day I will. Um. <laughs> so angry about Captain Crunch. Uh, that's one of the great things about having kids is you have kids cereal around all the time. Yeah. So I, had, I actually had Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries just uh, yesterday. It was delicious. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I think I'd also have a big glass of uh, Jaeger Bomb. <laughs> Jaeger Bomb Take off every morning with the Jaeger Bomb. I might just pour the Jaeger Bomb on my Captain Crunch. For no, yeah, who needs milk? It's actually Cap'n. It's C-A-P apostrophe N. Cap'n. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> what about what? Are, what was it? Was that your cereal growing up? Mine was Frosted Flakes when I was a kid. Oh, Frosted Flakes every day. <clears throat> we did, we hardly ever got <laughs> cereal with. Uh, just bang my head on this this metal Why? thing again. What is this? Some kind of mailbox system that it's, no one's it's, ever used. It's so you. It's where you can put all your uh, fancy magazines. It's like a magazine. Oh, because so many people are reading reading <laughs> magazines in here. <laughs> This is, where, this, is where, this is where the Seahawks keep their magazines. Yep. They just come down here, and, uh, yeah. What was I talking about? Uh, cereal? Yeah, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. You didn't eat Frosted, Frosted Flakes. Flakes. Didn't have them? No, we didn't. We we uh, we didn't really get, like, cereal with sugar in it when we were kids very often. Well, you know, we were, did, you, like, did you have, rice. like, grape nuts? No, we, oh. were, we, were, our, we were very vanilla. We were, like, Rice Krispies, yep. um, Corn Flakes, or Cheerios. Yeah. That's what we always had those three. And then every once in a while, my mother would buy, uh, they're called Pro Stars. I think it was a Canadian thing. Called Pro Stars, and they're little stars with, like, sugar on them. And Wayne Gretzky was on the box. <laughs> yeah, it must have been a Canadian thing. Yeah. Uh, they were called Pro Stars. And they were, I mean, that's what Wayne, that's what Wayne used to eat. So, uh, every day. I mean, that's how I became a mediocre hockey player. Yeah, that's. E- eating what e- Wayne eats. I'll tell you what he wasn't eating. Oatmeal and egg whites. No, he wasn't. He was eating. Nope. He was eating Pro Stars. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, we're almost done. You got any more questions for me? Yeah, let's see. What do we got? <laughs> uh, what do you do? Oh, here's the last question that I had written down from uh, people from Twitter. Oh, and then we got to do our good old thirteenth man of the week. Oh. Um, you got someone? I do. Well, actually, I had a lot. I'll tell you what. I after that game, there was a lot. Yeah, I and I actually know. picked one that wasn't just specific because it was just I it just his football IQ just absolutely uh, blew me away. But last question on this: What do you do for relaxation or to relax? Uh, I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I watch a lot of TV. 
Um, and then in the off season, I don't know. We, I mean, I, I kind of boring. You know, yeah, I worked out a lot. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll probably still do that when I retire. I don't know. I'd just be if you just I would just laugh if if just like if, as soon as you're done within one year you're like nope that's it up just to two seventy like just don't work out yeah I don't know what I think I'd probably yeah you know I, I always want there's always guys and they retire and they like a lot of linemen they'll be like three hundred pounds and they retire and then you'll see them a year later and like two twenty you know what I mean because they're they're yeah. trying so hard to keep the weight on and the other guys are trying hard to stay at three hundred yeah. and not go and they you, they retire and you see them a year later and they're like four hundred pounds yeah. And it seems like almost always guys go one way or the other, and you realize, like, man, that guy was really trying hard to keep that weight on, or he was really trying hard to keep the weight off. And also, the, the guys the guys that blow up more than anyone are defensive backs and receivers. They're just, they're, they run so much that they've never had to do cardio in their life. Yeah. You know, they're naturally just, like, ripped up. And then when they retire, you know, you don't, you don't just go and run like that. Yeah, every day. You know, you, like, they burn so many calories. They eat, like, I've... I've some of the worst eaters I've ever seen are are um are, are wide receivers and DBs. Skill position. They'll be eating McDonald's yeah. before practice. I'm like I like, I I couldn't do that. But they're I mean they're freaks. But yeah, they're eating McDonald's before practice and then they're completely ripped. I'm just like oh, that's not fair. That's not at all. Like, but then my again, egg I whites and my oatmeal. <laughs> damn you, Richard damn, Sherman. Damn blueberries eating your egg McMuffin. <laughs> Son of a. That's funny. All right, so let's see this guy. We're uh, okay. The, the 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 this is the. Uh, <laughs> let me get, let me get it here. This was one. There was the like we said. There was there was a lot. This and this one wasn't just uh, just the Seahawks. It was just one that I just thought was uh, you know, it just really shows this guy really really has a wrap around just his knowledge of football. Oh, okay. So where where do you find this? First of all, this where was, did you find this? This was on Twitter and it was sent to the Seahawks, but. It's very it's interesting because it's not just like he at mentioned the Seahawks like I want you guys to know yeah uh, no 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 he didn't it wasn't at he didn't send it directly to him but it was it was like the name the okay. keyword was in there okay. but it just I just like how there was this is there's so much hate in this in this tweet uh, Andrew Luck is overrated the Broncos aren't as good as everyone says they are the Seahawks have lost their entire bandwagon and the Jets still suck. All in one, one wow. nail it, <laughs> boom, knocked it out of the park, bud. They used to be on ESPN with those kind of deep thoughts. The Broncos aren't as good. Andrew Luck is overrated. Seahawks lost their whole bandwagon, and the Jets still suck. I was just like, dude, you just—I don't know if there's one thing this in is, there that this is what annoys me so much about people in all these. Like, yeah, where were you guys ten years ago, dude? We sold out every freaking game 10 years. That's like, oh, where were you guys when they were losing? I'm like, they were here. Yeah. They were here. Like, people are obsessed with saying that we didn't have real fans before we won the Super Bowl. Before 2012. I was I, I here. I, the, 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 where they used to, the, the one meme that they use all the time was the kid, like the kid from Free Willy, and it's just like, the only fan of the Seahawks before <laughs> 2012. I don't know where these people come up with this from. I, w- I was here when we sucked. I was here before every single guy in that locker room. I was here before every single coach here. Mm-hmm. I was here when we sucked. We were 5-11. and 11, We were 4-12, and 12, whatever it was. And we sold out every freaking yep. game. Yep. So for all those thousands of people that listen to this podcast outside of Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> listen you're, up. You're all dumb. Let's listen up. And also, also, but now there's, it's all... It's, 
this 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 craze of finding the people, the bandwagon fans, has creeped within the 12th. Oh, We've yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Where it's like, people are like, oh, where, uh, were you a fan in 1978? No, I wasn't freaking <laughs> born. Okay, calm down with your Steve Largent jersey. Calm the hell down. Yeah. Who cares when you started cheering for the team? Yeah. I don't blame you if you didn't cheer for us when we were in 4 and 12. I barely cheered for us. I didn't even like going to the games. <laughs> and you guys spent $300 and sat there all Sunday afternoon. Yeah. God bless you. Okay? But now it's like people are like, yeah, well, uh, when did you start cheering for the team? Or I, I told this story before, but I was in a bar, and it was called, the, it's, it's at the airport, it's called like the 12th bar or something. So this is before a flight, and I'm sitting there beside a guy, and uh, for, you know, a couple hours, not a couple hours, an hour, drinking my water, eating my oatmeal. <laughs> Neg whites. And the bartender has like an old school Largent jersey on, and this guy beside me goes, hey, when did you get that jersey? You're not one of those bandwagon fans, are you? Well, no, first of all, he goes, when did you get that jersey? He goes, oh, I just got it last year. Oh, you just got it last year. You're probably one of those bandwagon fans because you just bought that jersey last year. He's like, no, no, I, I grew up here. I've been a fan. Of He's like, okay, well, I'm just like, I don't want you to be one of those bandwagon fans. Oh, my God. I'm like, dude, just so you know, you're the biggest fan in the history of the world. I've been sitting next to you for an hour. <laughs> you have no freaking clue who I am. I don't expect you to recognize me. Don't act like you're the biggest fan in the world when I'm sitting right beside you, poking you with my elbow every ten minutes as I eat my oatmeal. I just want you. To, I want you to like just tap that guy on the shoulder, introduce yourself, and then just give him like one of those real man handshakes that yeah. just crush his hand. When you kind of like stand up over top of him. Yep. <laughs> Put it in the vice grip there, Joey Bandwagon. Oh man. Yeah, Joey. So bandwagon. you started cheering for us last year, or you started cheering for us in 1976. You're all welcome. You're welcome to join. We love you all. We really do. Yep. And you, just because you started being a fan a year ago, you spend the exact same amount on your ticket as the guy beside you who's cheered for the team since 1970. And usually the older fans usually tend to be like the old, like, they're like, oh, yeah, here we go again. <laughs> I remember when this happened to Dave Craig. There we go again. Yep, go. yep. One and one. Yep, might be the last Season, win of the season. Season's, season's over. done. I heard that season's multiple done. times. Just like back in 84, Kurt, Kurt Warner. <laughs> yep, I remember this. Here we go again. <laughs> you know, yeah, they have, they have too long of memories. Yeah, that's so true. Well, I think we made it. Oh, man, just barely. This is a, <laughs> just barely. Well, uh, thanks for uh, listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at KickItWithJNG. Uh, and on Facebook, kicking it with John and Greg. Uh, anything else going on for you this week? Uh, going home, going back to bed now. Yep. Yep. Sounds no, good. I got um, no. I got. I got nothing. No, I mean, I got nothing going on. Football. <laughs> <laughs> he's he needs. I, he's part, pretty angry because he hasn't had his oatmeal yet. So. Yeah, I had my diet coke. I really, as the show went on, I perked up because of my the diet coke was kicking in as we were doing the show. It's true. Yeah, I could talk all day now. <laughs> Buckle up! This is gonna be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna actually... Nasser. I hope you don't have lunch plans. Yep, that's it. We're going all day, breaking a record. I think we'll call it good. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think it's on, on second thought. We'll... well, or just now. Thanks for joining us this week, people. Have a good, have a good week. Have a good week. Have a good week.